Previously on Wild Space. We're doing this? <laughs> oh, well, hang on. Maybe we hold off on that. All right. So Vec is just kind of like doing this whole like midlife crisis transition into becoming a bounty hunter. I mean, push all the buttons, right? And just see what happens. Maybe it's going to turn the power on to the entire station. The walls uh, are not terribly thick. They have a, sort of a skin along all of the walls. Not uh, like a human skin, but like a metal skin. <laughs> I was like, a metal wait, what? Skin. <laughs> Uh, I want to leave. Basically, it's got a thin aluminum skin on the walls, right? <laughs> this is a Yuzhan Vong ship. <laughs> you step right into that pile of dust. It looks like Father Time has has taken this particular one. Can you imagine that? They're trying to evacuate a ship. Hang on. I need to sweep this up real quick. <laughs> Somebody's going to show up at some point. I don't want them to think we're dirty people. <laughs> And now, where is my companion? Is he? Is he walking? He's holding down the door he's, while you're taking I'm your sweet time in holding here. Holding the door. <laughs> you're still holding the door. Okay, copy that. You, out of the corner of your eye, see what you think is something, and you look over, and there is nothing there. It's just another hallway. Stay close. You walk into the bridge and you look around and now you're starting to figure this out, that this is in fact just a very, very old ship. And I take the tip of my blaster and use it to push the button. <laughs> you, you push the button. I push the button. Crew of the hunger, no doubt you know who I am. I am looking to, how shall I say, perfect a particular trait of a species found in the wild space regions, named the Provite. The Provite were less than happy that they were the subject of my experimentations and fed see my larger ambitions. If any of you are alive, I have sent two more amulets in a package which will affix to the outside of the escape pod nearest the engines. If you live, I shall meet you on the planet D-Sol Prime, and we may rebuild my operation. Oh, Sith. Dr. Colto is feverishly typing to get everything that was just said onto his data pad, and his eyes are about as wide as they can possibly be. Well... That explained the dust. Your comlink rings. Hey guys, it's Sawyer. Everyone stop moving. I just checking in to see how you're doing. Real good. Real, real good. Hey, great news. We're on a Sith old a Sith's old ship. And everyone's dead. I'm I'm real sorry. Uh, can you say that again? I must be breaking up or something, cause I could swear for a second that you said Sith. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like kind of like what we saw a little bit with the Empire not too long ago. Except this is old. Very old. Yeah, I immediately regret checking yeah. in with you guys. Don't leave now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be back on the ship checking no, on a few not. things. Okay. So Dr. Colto um, looks like he's he's finishing up the, the last of the notes, and he's actually contemplating replaying that again to make sure that he has everything. Um, so he, he he's going to go through this uh, a, a little bit. So he turns to his friend Vec, and uh, who considers his friend now because if you're in it, you're in it. You're I mean, in now, it now, right? Now we're <laughs> you guys in it. Are buddies. 
right. because now we're we're pretty deep into the spire of this ship, and we know that uh, at least this is what Colto is thinking: is that okay? I know that Vex saw something. He would not have any other reason to tell me to stick close to him if he didn't see something. So he's he's trusting in in Vex's ability to uh, to sense danger and to know that something's up. So. They have a long way to go to either get off this ship or make this ship work to try and get this thing back to whatever giant junkyard Wild Space Megacorp has waiting for them. However, I don't know how important it is to get this ship scuttled at this point when it's when it's complete survival. And in Colto's mind, this is not worth effing 500, a measly 500 credits. We have to find those two. What do you what do you say? They were ornaments or necklaces or amulets. Amulets. All right. All right. Colto, we gotta forget forget the ship. This ship is a death trap. There's a reason why there was a giant hole in the side of it. He left in a hurry. We need to leave in a hurry. We need to find the two amulets and get out of here. Let's get to the escape pods. Use those to get out. Currently, we are not immune to any of this. Dr. Colto is uh, staring off into a far wall and he's bouncing his finger, listening to what Beck is saying. He says, yes, yes, I agree. Uh, Wild Space Megacorp knows where this ship is. There is a very low probability that this ship is going anywhere and it's going to take just more than the two of us to clear this ship of whatever continues to lurk on it. Now, whoever that Sith alchemist was, and the mere thought of Sith alchemy absolutely terrifies me to the bone, let alone my disdain for the Empire, that terrifies me. Anyway, I had managed to get some notes... He mentioned these two amulets were available and they were hidden and stored on the two escape pods that were nearest the engines. That is where we need to go and we need to go there post haste. Keep your eyes out. I'll be behind you. Let's go. All right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> so I immediately look for any kind of signage, anything that says to the escape pods. Like the escape pod bay or area. Well, you uh, when you read the map the first time, um, you saw the corridors that were heading towards the bridge, and then basically this is a it's it's a standard ship looking ship, right? Like it's narrower in the middle and longer. So the bridge being on one end, the escape pods were near the engines on the other end. So you pretty much got to go back down the length of the ship to get to the engines. I took a picture of it. It's in my photo app. It's right here. Oh, okay. on my data oh, okay, pad. Good. It's on my oh, trusty fantastic. data pad. So, um, um, so you I will follow you. Tell, you're not going to tell Sawyer that like there's no. All right. <laughs> no, he hung up twice. He's scared. He's current. He's currently on my sh list. That is exactly why we are not going to tell Sawyer because he's scared, poopless, <laughs> of everything. And You're my that he's fear, gonna book off on the my ship. fear is that there is not going to be a galaxy run waiting for us when we get when we exactly. get to the to the damn docking bay. Exactly. So. Okay. All right. So uh, I look at Colto. 
these escape pods are on the other side of this ship. I've already seen two, at least two figures. We now know what they are. They're looking for us. They may just be uh, curious. I do not know. You do not leave my side. We are running. I'll run gingerly. Hey, listen, before we go, know this. Don't say anything to Sawyer until we're in those escape pods. Got it? I smirk and say, oh, I'm going to have my fun, Don't, but don't worry. You guys book down the length of the ship. You get about halfway down. You pass the docking bay area that you were at before. And you manage to make it through the docking bay. As you open the door, you're, you're confronted by a hallway. Um, and it's got a left and a right on it. Um, I'm going to have one of you, I will let you pick, uh, do a vigilance check. Actually, no, I'm going to have you do a cool check. That's what I want to have you do, is a cool check. Why don't don't you go ahead and handle that one? (laughs) As I get a terrible roll on my cool check. Okay, no problem. Uh, Cool check against... um, Three difficulty because you are freaked out. Okay, I'm freaked out, but I'm still I'm pretty damn. I'm a cool cat. Um, I I have uh, I have pretty high proficiency in that, so we'll see where we land with uh, with three difficulty. Zero successes, two threats. Okay, damn it. Yep. Winner, winner. (laughs) Nope. Okay. As you approach this T intersection, you look to your left. And you see a hazy shape that is translucent. And it is, you best you can tell, it is looking at you. Although it seems to be sort of vibrating uh, enough that you can't make out really sharp details because it's at uh, quite a distance. So... It looks at you, and you look at it at a distance of, let's say, 20 yards. What do you do? Colto taps his buddy on the shoulder and hauls ass down the corridor. Away from it, by the way. I am going to maybe try and find a way around, but I'm hauling ass the other direction, and I'm calling over my shoulder. That's the Provite! It will disintegrate <laughs> us! <laughs> you, uh, you are successful in um, not <laughs> running headlong into it, which is good for you. Um, and so you book to the right. Uh, do you turn around and see if the Provite is following you at all? I'm, I currently, I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty athletic so i'm currently in front of vec so i'm i will turn around to make sure that vec is okay and make sure that he's following me all right let's do an uh, just for fun let's do an athletics check on that one as in your fear and i'll give you a disadvantage black dice against two purples for your full-on fear flight from a provite I know I got feared for sure. It's and it's not like my athletics is that good. I just eat really well. So <laughs> he's clearly in ketosis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just eat really good. So. Okay. So this is 
This is going to be fun. Uh, how many difficulties? Two difficulties and a black disadvantage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my God. We're going to see so how I athletic Dr. Kronkolto is. <laughs> Dr. Gronkolto trips and breaks his nose on the deck. <laughs> oh, Zero that's successes, one advantage. Not bad. Look at not Dr. Colto. Okay, so Dr. Colto running down the hallway in probably the like the ultimate in fight or flight athletic adrenaline fueled uh, agility. That is the sympathetic response in the um, in a perfect medical term, sir. <laughs> Manages to turn and look behind him while continuing a full-on sprint and not running directly into a wall, which I think that most of us would do, and sees that Vec has taken the advice and is in full sprint right behind him, but also sees the provite moving but not, the provite doesn't appear to be running, doesn't appear to be walking, doesn't appear to be doing anything other than vibrating uh, hazily, still at that same distance. So you have been running full out for a couple seconds and it still appears to be 20 yards behind you. So you haven't really gained anything on this thing. Um, oh, I'm just gonna die tired is what's happening. <laughs> so, you run um, to the end of the hall, and there is uh, a room with a, a thick blast door in front of you and uh, a control panel which appears to be working next to it. I'm pushing all the things. I'm panicked. And let me add some perspective to this. Dr. Kronkolto is a scientist, mm -hmm. okay? He, he prescribes to you need to effing prove it to me if I'm going to believe in it. He does not believe in space ghosts or force ghosts or anything, even parts of the force, period. He doesn't believe in it. Sith alchemy, however, has some merit to it because it has to do with science and tangible things. So when Dr. Kronkolto sees something as such, that is not supposed to be, and it's in front of him, and he knows it is, he's terrified. No doubt. He's never seen anything like this in his life. So he is frantically punching the button as hard as he can to get past the blast doors, even though he knows it might not do anything to thwart this threat. You're going to do a computer's check against... Um, I'm going to give you one difficulty with a setback. It's not so difficult kind. to open the blast door. However, uh, you are completely freaked out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take that, GM. Three successes, one threat. Okay, so the blast door opens up, and you immediately jump inside, and you uh, slam the button for the close. The threat is that you don't really see the provite you don't get a good look at the provite as it appears to be getting closer to you. So you're not able to glean any more information out of what the heck is going on, but you know that this is a very thick blast door um, that is now between the two of you. And I you, don't trust that blast door at all with this thing. Well, all of a sudden, from behind you, you hear, I am D3A0. 
a pro pro protocol droid. How may I, I, I be of assistance? Am I looking at the door or the droid? Because clearly it's a droid. Uh, uh, the, I think the droid is in the room. The door is on the other side. So you tell me what you're looking at. All right. So I'm staring at the door as it shut, making sure that no provite followed us in. As soon as I hear that, without question, I swirl around and pull my blaster, and, and it's pointed right out. Whatever, like in that general area. Like it's like instinct. You know what I mean? Like all in one motion, pulling it out and pointing it. Pointing it at the droid? At the droid. Because it's like he's on full alert mode. Oh, my. I don't believe that that weapon will be necessary. How so? Well, I, I, I do not have a weapon, and I think that is somewhat unfair. I can do hand-to-hand. -hand. Dr. Colto reaches his hand over, and he grabs, <laughs> he grabs a blaster, a vec, and he starts moving his arm down, like, not, not a threat. And, and Dr. Colto's hands are visibly shaking as he's moving his arm down because he just saw an effing ghost and he's terrified. Okay. I uh, I respect Colto's desire. And I slowly uh, holster my, uh, my blaster. I look at the droid. I want to know what kind of model droid this is. This is a protocol droid. Oh, okay. So just basic protocol droid. I just, you know... Sith have a thing about HK droids, so I'll just, you know. It does not appear that this sure. particular droid is uh, outwardly a threat to you. He has hands that look like hands. <laughs> they don't look like blasters or anything <laughs> like that. He's got feet okay. that look like feet, and he's got a face that looks fairly welcoming, albeit uh, fairly uh, as, how can I put this? As uh, terrified as a protocol droid can look in the face of a gank with a blaster to its head. Okay. <laughs> so a blank look on his face. <laughs> yes, so a blank look. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Colto, uh, as he's as he's lowering uh, the blaster arm that's about to kill him, Dr. Colto looks at him and says, I, I, I get it, I get it, not a threat. Not a threat. He may be able to get us out of here. Dr. Colto turns to the droid, which is, we said, D3A0. D3AO. D3A0. D3A0. So he turns to him and he says, what is aboard this ship? That's number one. Number two, where, what direction do we have to go to get to the escape pods near the engine? I'm afraid my, my, my circuits are malfunctioning due to, I believe, age. I, I, I am unable to answer many of your questions verbally. Uh, D3, is there anything that you can tell us about what went on on this ship? I, I, I... I'm afraid my vocal programming is, is, is suffering. Do you need a power source? He doesn't respond. He looks like he wants to talk to you, but he's not responding right now. He's kind of just moving around like this might be the first time that he's done anything in a very long time. Okay. Is there any uh, terminals on the inside of this where we're at? 
Yes, the room appears. Uh, the room appears to have uh, a connecting door to it and some terminals uh, next to the door. Okay. Do they appear to be active? So the controls appear to be connected to the door, and you see a lot of uh, safety features to those particular controls. Um, and yeah, looks like it might be dangerous. Is, is there any signage around the room regarding escape pods anywhere? Uh, no, this does not appear to be the room where the engines are or the escape pods. I look at Colto. Colto box eyes. Um, he sees it, that Vec is looking at him. He locks eyes and he immediately, he gets what he's implying and he starts scanning the room. What around the room could be of interest to us? A, to repower D3. If we can, if we could boost D3's power, that would be great. Um, I'm not super interested in going through that door until I know what's on the other side of that door. So um, I would like to do a, a perception check to see maybe what's in that room that would explain any of those things. Sure. Do a perception check for me. Um, do difficulty. Success. Okay. Finally. So the droid doesn't appear to need power. It just, it's, it's vocal uh, capabilities have sort of reached their lifespan. Um, the speakers inside have deteriorated to the point where he can no longer um, talk very well. Um, and so that's the problem. It's basically got a blown speaker. Okay. All right. Um, the door, on the other hand, uh, you're looking through that door and it appears that that door goes to another chamber but there's an awful lot of safety mechanisms on that door. And so you're not real sure what's on the other side of that door, but you don't feel great about just opening it. I want to try to plug the droid into the terminal so he can transfer himself into the terminal. Sure. Speak through the terminal. That's going to be a computer's check. Uh, two difficulty. Okay. One success, two threat. Beautiful. You plug... D3A0 into the terminal. And D3A0 through the terminal speaker goes, Oh, that is much, much better. I wish I would have thought of that about 2,000 years ago. <laughs> what can I help you with? I look at uh, Colto. We're off to the races. You're up, bud. Wait, I'm still processing the 2,000 years old thing. I know, I know, I know. We got, uh, but we got to go. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. Back to reality here. D3. What took place on this ship that killed everybody? I'm afraid that much of my memory has deteriorated to the point where I cannot recall specific events. However, I can tell you that the entirety of the crew became ill. Many decided that it would be beneficial to jettison themselves into the vacuum in the room right next to us. Some became ill and remained on the ship. All died. Dr. Colto <laughs> turns and looks at Vec and says, doesn't look like we're going through that door. <laughs> However, 
it appears that you have not noticed that there are many entrances and exits to this particular room. The blast door, which you have closed, also is next to the door in which the passengers elected to jettison themselves. However, there is many other options for getting in and out of this room if you so desire. We need to get to the escape pods. When you say jettison, I'm th is that the escape pods? You could call taking an escape pod jettisoning, but I would say that the people that elected to hurl themselves into the vacuum of space did so without an escape pod. Okay. So Dr. Colto looks over and says, D3, can you open that door? We need to get to those escape pods quickly. You wish me to open the blast door? The door to the escape pods is where we want to head. That's not escape pods, but... Ah, yes. You wish to go to the escape pods. I am happy to escort you there if you would like. I move extremely slowly. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I have a data pad here with a map of the ship on it. Can you point to me exactly where those escape pods are so we can make our way in that direction? Oh, yes. There is a door which you have not noticed quite yet. It is on the other side of this particular panel. I would warn you against taking the door that jettisons you out into the cold vacuum of space as it did not fare very well for the previous occupants of this ship. Duly noted, D3. Thank you very much. Can you, again, point us in the direction? Hold. Open the door that takes us to the escape pods. I am happy to do so. The door behind a panel opens up that is opposite the blast doors and not the door that jettisons you into the cold vacuum of space. Thank you, because that would be session one, game over for F1. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> I appreciate being of service. Is there anything else that you require of me? Can you walk any faster? I am currently affixed to a data terminal. Understood. D3, in another time, in another life, I would have loved to take you with us, but we gotta go. I appreciate you plugging me in. This ought to last me another thousand years. <laughs> I'm just, uh, just gonna leave. Just, just. Just kind of put like, uh, like, just motion, like, let's just, just go. <laughs> Colto is walking backwards, staring at the protocol droid, wishing he could take him with us. And he turns around and he very briskly goes after his friend back. <laughs> D3A0 in the blankest of faces waves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I seriously this thought that coneheads. I thought that was seriously going to be free protocol droid. Let's see how Sunny deals with this one. <laughs> Taking him with us. <laughs> I just imagine him oh. going down the hallway. <laughs> Super <Shuffling>. slow mode <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> Hurry up! We gotta go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, you head. Uh, away from the room with the, um, well, with the blast doors and D3A0 in it, and you head towards uh, the rear of the ship. You open up uh, another set of blast doors, but right 
prior to doing that, you look behind you and you see two, what you're now referring to as provite. They are in the distance. However, you can no longer tell if they're looking at you or looking away from you because of their translucent vibrations. They just simply appear to be there. Um, you have access now to the engine room of the ship. I look at Colto. Food for thought. What if they're not actively trying to kill us? Colto takes his finger and just puts it and like he nods, but puts his finger up in front of his face as, as though he's saying, you're absolutely right, but let's keep our voices down and just keep going towards our destination. Roger that. So you enter the room uh, that is the engine room. There is a series of escape pods that are all lined up in there. All right, I immediately start combing through them. I want to find these these amulets. They said they were on the outside as they're... I tried to find the amulets on the outside of any of these. Do you remember which escape pods the amulets were affixed to? I do. So I, I turn... To Vec and I say, look at the escape pods nearest the engines. So you look uh, down the line of escape pods, and, and clearly they are arranged in a in a row along the exterior of the ship. The engines appear to be at the rearmost point of this particular room, and there is an escape pod that is at the end of that line that appears to be next to the engine. That's the one that we are going to head towards. If the information that we got from the Sith Alchemist is correct, then that should be the one where the two amulets are kept. Okay. Um, so what do you do? Head toward that one. Okay. You are at the escape pod. Um, okay. So we're going to take a look around. Uh, we're looking for anything uh, we're looking for uh, any type of a uh, uh, storage box we're looking for a backpack anything we're looking for them hanging up uh, you know up above us anything I am going to have you make a check on something super fun for this one so let's do mechanics one of you Ooh. two is going to have to do a mechanics check <laughs> I'm about to blow your mind <laughs> <laughs> What's your mechanics? I, I have. I am at uh, four. Four ability oh, on that. What? Yeah, that would be. That's awesome, bro. I don't know if you knew or not, but I am a physician. <laughs> I am highly skilled in all kinds of criffing stuff. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you can't swing a bat <laughs> to save your life. <laughs> I could run from apparitions. Clearly. Okay. <laughs> Let's do a mechanics check then. Um, against too difficulty because this is an ancient ship. Okay. I wasn't going to say anything, but if you want me adding purples, I'm adding purple. Okay, here we go. Three Oof. successes. Love it. Okay, oh, so yeah. you look into the back of it, and as you are, um, as you are examining this particular escape pod. Your understanding of how escape pods function in ships leads you to pull back a particular section uh, of the interior sort of padding and cushioning in the escape pod. And Vec Dugo uh, looks and points out 
um, something that clearly has been attached from the exterior of it and has more or less thermite welded an opening uh, inside. Whoa. Sounds like they're trying to get heroin over the border. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> want one death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the cargo port where the death sticks go. As you look inside this, uh, Vectugo reaches his hand in and pulls out two what can only be described as amulets. They are uh, yellow on the outside with a reddish stone on the inside, a circle, almost a perfect circle. Um, And they are on a a yellowish chain. Uh, Colto is going to turn to Vec and say, take this one and put it on immediately. Apparently, this is going to prevent the occupation of the host. So hopefully it protects us from whatever the hell that is in there. And we need to go now. So uh, while he's talking, I'm putting it on and I stuff it down uh, like the inside of my my tunic, my uh, armor. As you're doing this, you see the blast door at the end of the room uh, that contains the escape pods. And through it, the shimmering shape of a provite is vibrating its way through. As it is coming through, you start to see the face and it looks like it is in extreme discomfort and pain as it's attempting to go through this blast door. I'm gonna have Vec do a cool check. Two purple. Zero successes. Zero successes, okay. So what you gather out of looking at it is that the vibration that is happening is distorting its face and at the distance that you're at, you're not able to make out a lot of the features of what's going on. Um, But you can tell that it does not like doing what it is doing. And it can do it, but it is very much not enjoying it. Um, It continues to push its way through this particular blast door. Dr. Colto sees this too, and he he has a little bit of renewed sense of safety, knowing, trusting in what the Sith Alchemist said, that with these amulets on, that you have some sort of protection against these. So he's taking a closer look at it, and he would like to also request a cool check in exactly what just transpired with the Provite trying to come through the door. Okay, so you'd also like to take a good hard look at this thing. I would. Okay, you're gonna do a cool check. Um, you are, as much as you are a physician, you are not trained in this kind of level of combat. So while I did not give Vec a, uh, a disadvantage on this, I am going to give you a disadvantage on this because oh. you're also in a worse spot. Like Vec's in the way, Vec had the clear look. So I'm going to give you two purples and a setback on this. And we'll see how you do with a cool check. <laughs> I love this. Okay. <laughs> I don't see Criff. Yeah. So you <laughs> definitely don't see anything different. And now the advantage that you get out of this thing, um, you don't get any more information, but you do definitely get the impression 
that changes your mind about your previous willingness to feel like things were okay. It now, uh, the impression that this particular provide is giving off as it is almost through the door is that it is extremely uncomfortable, but determined to get through this door. So okay. now, so now even knowing that I, like I ran, I fled, I was clearly feared. So now I know even worse than that, that this thing is not okay. So I normally wouldn't toss anybody into one, <laughs> but I look at Colto and I'm like, Hey, these work. We should go. Let's go. All right. I hop in a skate pod or is it is it just one person per escape pod or like how does this work i think that you can I'm, both get into the escape pod all right so we both climb in the escape pod uh is there like a is there like an ignition hatch is there like it's a just big red button <laughs> cash is put repeated you are halfway into the escape pod when you see dr colto attempting to slam the big red button you grab his wrist Firmly holding onto it until you're able to get both of your legs inside, and then you release his hand, which immediately slams the red button. There is an enormous decompression sound, and you are thrust backwards against the seats of the escape pod and safety restraints, which you have failed to put on. <laughs> you're basically in a giant uh mixed drink shaker at this point Wash, washing machine tumbler. washing machine yes on tumble as it rockets out into the distance and your communicator goes off oh my guys, goodness guys i just saw an escape pod just rocket out of that ship guys what's going on down there i hit the communicator as fast as i can and in a panic i just say it's us! It's us! We're out of here! Set a course for Diesel Prime! Will Sawyer Jex take the galaxy run to Diesel Prime? Will Vec Dugo live up to his bounty hunter aspirations? Will Dr. Colto calm down enough to solve the mystery? Find out next time on Wild Space. I'm D3A0, Protocol Droid, and thank you for tuning in to Wild Space. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell your friends. Consider subscribing and leaving us a review. Visit us on Twitter and Instagram at Wild Space Corp to stay updated. For all of our content, find us on the Holonet at wildspacecorp.com. Email your transmissions to wildspacecorp at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 202-743-6120. Thank you, and see you next time on Wild Space. <laughs>